there, hey, and welcome to this hump day pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for us to recognize our star power, our star power. Yeah, it's not a singing podcast, so let me stop right now. Let me get to it. Honestly, today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power and recognize that you can be the host of your own show. You can be the voice of reason and you can be the light in the darkness and you're going to be that. Let's get to the mantra with yes, you can. Yes, you can change the color of your hair. Yes, you can decide you want to move out of that apartment and finally buy a house. Yes, you can decide you want a Tesla and you tired of driving around a Nissan. Yes, you can decide that you never want to get in a Honda again. Yes, you can decide you want to learn another language, learn how to play a game or find a new hobby. Honestly, you can do things that you don't think you can do. You do have the power to accomplish goals or get through bad situations and bad times, even when you don't think you have the ability to do it. You can learn a language, you can win a Uno game, and you can adopt a new dog if your dog happens to go to puppy heaven. You can decide you're going to try IDV if you're having problems with fertility, and you get to make those decisions. Yes, you can. Yes, we can. Next part of the conversation is never giving up. If you give up, how are you going to get to the good part of the story? If you give up, how are you going to see things through? If you give up, how do you know how the end goes? You're not going to know because you gave up and you left it. You left in the middle of the story. Leaving in the middle of the story leaves you with nothing. Honestly, you can't give up. You have to stay focused. And if children can get through having cancer, how can't you get through stepping over a puddle of mud? You can do it. Finally, why not today? Indecisiveness and...
gonna work it, but you could drop it off at her desk or speak to her tomorrow. How dare you? Oh. Honestly. Being indecisive and not being able to get to your goal isn't going to get you to where you want to be because telling your mom you can't talk to her today because you're going to call tomorrow your mom might not be alive telling your brother you're going to help him fix his backyard might not happen because his house might burn down telling your best friend your caller later when's later how are you going to get to that how are you going to make these decisions and move to the best part of your life if you don't try You have to you have to understand that you can't put off today for tomorrow and you have to get to it. Anyways, let's get off of the hype of the beginning of the conversation and let's get to some of these headlines. You know that you're a star wherever you are. So let's get to some headlines about the no media being allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. They lie to us. They lie to us anyway. What's up with Feinstein? Is she really acting like she's been there doing her job when she's got shingles or some other disease or something going on and she hasn't been available? Like, the Democratic Party clearly wants to get rid of her so they can bring in someone far, far lefter than she is. And they're having a real difficult time of doing that. And if they do try to get rid of her, it sends a message that they're lying, that their whole club is full of shit. So honestly... This is kind of entertaining to watch it. It's really fun. I'm having fun listening to a Feinstein who didn't even know that they were trying to get rid of her. And it's really entertaining listening to Feinstein who clearly doesn't realize that she hasn't done the majority of the work she's supposed to do. Not just her, but John Fetterman is kind of a moron too. Is Sports Illustrated serious? Like... Literally, are they going to now put men on the cover of things and all these like clothing companies are advertising women's clothing with men on it? It's a turn off. It's not attractive and it's not making me want to buy your product. It's making me know that I don't want the product. I don't want the thing you're offering and I want to move on. That's basically what it's, it's making me feel like, honestly. It's pathetic. Sports Illustrated put a superstar on. And I happen to like her. And I really think she made it look good. But I also feel like Sports Illustrated and a bunch of these other companies are also doing stupid things. So while I like what they just did, I think they have a lot of improvement to make. We'll just say that. Like, these corporate companies need to get their shit together. Advertising with trans people 
and trying to take your prominent buyer away from buying the product isn't going to be good for business. It isn't. Why I love Dan Bongino? Because he just tells you how it is. Honestly, I think he's better on just his rumble thing. I don't even see why he needed Fox. While I liked his Fox show, he's doing good, man. He comes on at 11 o'clock on Rumble, and I love listening to him. I listen to him every day. I follow his um, email. I'm on his email list, and I get all his daily news and all his daily information, and I really like it. Maybe if I figure out how to do locals, I'll do. I'll follow him on there too, and I really get subscribed. Honestly, I don't like listening to any type of media or news on the television anyway, and I haven't liked it because it's a bunch of propagandized bullshit. So I like supporting Dan Bongino, and I I really did love his interview with Megyn Kelly. It was very interesting, and um, I definitely want to hear more. I knew Dan Bongino just didn't live leave Fox News. I knew... Honestly. Hey, you want your own quarters? Dane Turner Machine Guy. I need a thing that for my flying lesson, a momentum. If it says I get to keep it, it's tail. I don't know. I just feel like he's doing better without Fox, and Tucker's gonna do better without Fox too. And Fox just mm. They can't find anybody to fill the 8 o'clock slot. And let's be honest, the only reason we were watching Fox after Tucker went off is because it was just on TV. Like, honestly, that's it. But I don't want to really sit in the living room and just watch news all day. And I'm not going to. So for me, I'm breaking away from it, and I don't feel bad about it. So farewell, Fox. Uh, Good luck with your next subscriber because it's not me. Dan Bondino, I'll see you on Locals, and I'll see you on Rumble, and I really appreciate all you do, and I appreciate you being unapologetic, um, and I appreciate all the things that you stand for, and I'm happy that you get to be one of those that live in Florida and get to enjoy the good weather and don't have to be bombarded with a shitty Democratic state like I do. The new media isn't on TV. Like I just said, it's on Rumble. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Podcasts.
administrative business. What's coming up? Actors gotta go. Ooh, my new age. Honestly. The media is not on TV. It is on Rumble. It has to go on electronic. It's not going back to what it was. News isn't on television anymore. Nobody watches the TV. And the reason I keep talking about this on the podcast during No Media Allowed is because media isn't on television. No one's watching the news. I'm sorry, Generation Z or X or whatever it's called, they don't watch TV. They stream everything. So they're seeing clips of everything. That's how they're figuring out what they want to listen to. Honestly. It's not just that. Honestly, I think that Fox News and CNN and TV and Comcast and all these people thought that people were legitimately going to just sit there and watch TV all day. Who's sitting there and watching TV all day outside of people that are retired? I don't know. We've had conversations about cutting the cord with cable or limiting the amount of cable that you have. And honestly, this is what they get. You thought you were going to predominantly be able to control a group of people and lie to them all the time. At 7 and 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock and then 11 o'clock. And you are going to be able to control the narrative for your shit forever. But the media isn't on TV. And it hasn't been on TV. The numbers are in and they're not good. And they're not going back to what good was. Nobody is sitting in front of a television with a remote looking at news. I told you that. Outside of like elderly people that do it, no young person does that. They're not coming back. The politicians aren't relevant. And that's why AOC goes on Instagram and does these pop-up videos and makes a big deal about things that aren't a big deal. Remember when Amazon took all those jobs they had to another state? And remember how she likes to pretend one matter matters over another when it doesn't.
They think they're relevant and they're not. And I'm tired of acting like AOC is more important than she is. And I'm tired of acting like I just don't want to sit there in silence and stare confusingly like, what the fuck are you people talking about? John Fetterman cannot have a sentence and he doesn't dress up for his job. Like he's a politician. He is not a drug dealer. Why does he look like that? And I'm not saying that you have to dress up and look like you're going somewhere special all the time. But that's not how you look going to the capital of the United States of America. Can we just say that, please? These politicians are so disconnected from reality. They're on their own planet and they think one thing versus another. And they don't really care about me, you or anybody. It's time that we give them exactly what they deserve. Nothing. Honestly, let's move on from this conversation. I feel like I want to talk to you about watching things, but I just have like a million things to watch right now, and I don't even know where to begin. Like, there's Apple, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Paramount Plus, there's AW, there's so much on TV. I want to see. Honestly. Even in there. Um, everything okay? You 
Honestly. I don't know what to talk about watching. There there's so much on. She said, looks like something good. That is on Paramount. Riled Isles is good, but I don't know what that is. Has anybody watched this thing called The Power? Like, part of me wants to watch that. But... Honestly, Citadel's good. The power's good. Are they going to come out with a new season of Jack Ryan? I don't know. Maybe. The Devil's Hour. I still haven't watched that yet. I talked about that before, but I didn't look at it. But maybe. We'll see what happens. Um, there's some new Grease show that came out on um, Paramount Plus. Have you heard about something called Rabbit Hole? I talked about that before, too, and I haven't watched that either. You know what I really want to look at? Star Trek, but, like, the new one, not the old one. But I wouldn't mind watching the old one, too, but the new one. I'm so far behind on that. No, it's called Picard. I don't even remember the last episode I looked at. Is there a way for me, like, to decipher where I was so I don't have to watch all of it? Did anybody watch 1923? I feel like that would be good. There's also this show on Paramount Plus that looks pretty cool called The Women Kill. That looks interesting. I like mystery shows, but I also like action. So, like, I'm in between, like, mystery or action. Good fight. Ink Master. Has anybody seen Ink Master? That really looks like something I would love to look at. But we'll see what happens. Anyways, outside of Ink Master, let's get to... The main part of the conversation. Which is T Talk, 
pets can be best friends too. Yes, they can be. Outside of that, let's move on to homemade vegetable soup. Do we really want to make vegetable soup? I found a recipe that looks pretty good. Maybe I'd try it. We'll see how long it takes me to make it. Maybe. But before we get into food, let's get to the main part of the conversation with dressing to impress. Now, I know you might be wondering why dressing to impress is important. You really want to set yourself apart from others. You really don't want to look like everybody else. The importance of dressing to impress is separating the idea that you don't look like everybody else. Honestly, the way you look with first impressions is extremely important. You want to be somebody that looks like a pop star. Like I say, you are the host of your own show. So don't you want to be a good, radiant, amazing looking host? I mean, I know I want to look like, damn, damn girl, you look so fly. Or I want to have that impression on everybody. I want to have the impression like, damn, I wish I had that outfit. That's what you want to leave people with. Like, whoa, I can't wait to meet this person. That's the ideal, right? That's the idea here. Dressing to impress means you're dressing to leave something behind. And that should be the plan. When women get out of line... They need to get back in line. Why do women think they're so powerful? They act like men don't have any like space and they act like men don't exist anymore. Like I'm a person that believes in the idea of happy wife, a happy life. But I'm also a person that understands that men need their own time. Men need their own things and men need their own friends. I don't want to just completely... Honestly, I do feel like we need to be cognizant of the fact that women overstep their boundaries a lot by trying to pretend like they're men. Like, and it's not attractive. It's not cute. It's not okay. Why do women have to pretend like they know answers to questions that they don't know answers to? Why are we acting like kids don't need dads and fathers? Why are we pretending like Men shouldn't be husbands. Like, a wife can't be a husband. I'm sorry. No. Like, okay, here's the only way a wife could be a husband. If two gay, lesbian people are getting married, one of them is going to have to be the husband. That would probably be the only way I could see that happening. But outside of that, if you're in a relationship with a man and a woman, right, two heterosexual people, 
the wife can't be the husband. And when you overstep your boundaries as a wife and you want to placate that role, then you take away a man's manhood. I want my husband to be a man. I want my husband to be a great father, a great uncle, a great brother, and an amazing son. I want all those things for my husband. I want him to have wonderful relationships, not just with me, but with other people too. And I recognize how smart and brilliant my husband is. I recognize that he is truly an amazing man that thinks with his heart and does with his hands. He's somebody that could probably take over the world if he wanted to because that's how smart he is right my husband is if not smarter than albert einstein as smart as albert einstein one of the greatest minds that will ever exist in anything and he loves a bunch of things and most of which is unique and cool and much of which can't be explained and i don't want to take away his manhood i do think that women overstep their boundary they like to have clicks they like to think that they're so great they like to assume that they know everything they like to do all these things and you one thing that they stop recognizing is that they're women and when they get out of line they need to be put back in their place that's it and i'm a woman saying that but i don't like the idea that women want to play like they're getting harmed or pretend that they got sexually assaulted and pretend like something happened to them that didn't happen. Why are we lying? That doesn't help anybody, but especially not women. Where did the men go? They turned into drag queens and then they turned into trans women. That's where they went. They decided that they like men more because it's easier than them actually being responsible and manly the idea of a manly man that's a man is too simple and too complicated and isn't liked and disowned and white liberal women and just women don't want a manly man they want a man that just wants to advocate to them and say whatever they want them to you don't want somebody that's not going to do what you don't like the idea of that is like a betrayal to yourself right right the drug issue. Clearly, there's a drug issue around the entire United States of America with overdoses and fentanyl and stuff coming illegally across the border and people being addicted to cocaine and marijuana and a bunch of other drugs too. Heroin, injecting things into their arms. There's streets in LA, Chicago, New York where there's drug plants on the street and the FBI talks about the war on drugs, but they created it. And how many times have I said that? No media allowed. Many, right? There's a big drug issue in the country of America, and the only way we're going to fix it is by admitting that it does exist and we have a problem. And if we don't do that, if we don't get police involved, if we don't get serious things involved in this, this is just going to be the news topic of every day. Another person dying from an overdose that didn't necessarily need to die for an overdose. And when I hear parents cry or complain about their children dying from fentanyl, I'm questioning how the child got fentanyl. When I'm hearing of adults dying of an overdose of anything, I'm questioning, how did you know to stop taking a drug? How did you get to a point where you're overdosing on a drug? You're trying to get that high that you don't recognize your own life? Is that what this is? Because that's what this feels like it is. And that's where I have a question. Like, what's next here? Just saying. How to pick a scent. 
Like, when it comes to picking out perfume, like, Escada is my favorite. But I like Dior, and I like a, a lot of other things as well. Um, Michael Kors has a scent maybe I want to try. When it comes to picking out a scent, I usually just typically go with what I'm used to. Like, I don't know. Part of me wants to do, like, a... something light but sweet and transient something that's going to last all day something that really has the appear that's why i like dior dior it just has this the scent to it that just smells exceptional and i like escada as well i don't really like things that are blatantly strong i like light scents that carry for a long amount of time when it comes to cologne my husband likes um uh, he likes Creed. That's his favorite. But he'll wear that um, that other cologne by, I think, um, Jay-Z or whatever it's called. Tom Ford. He'll rock Tom Ford. I think I brought him Tom Ford for Christmas. He seems to like that, too. Between Creed and Tom Ford, he wears that. Uh, I really stick to two. It's either Dior or it's the Ralph Lauren or it's the Scotta for me. I prefer that. Like I said, I like light scents. Everybody likes their fave, and those are mine, and that's his. But I think if you're just looking for like a quick scent, like a bath and body works or something like that, you really got to spend time to make sure you're finding a scent that you like. Like, granted, that's for like after you take a shower or something. That's not like a scent you want to wear all day. Like, there's a difference between that and like perfume or cologne. Moving on from... the scent thing have malls lost their appeal side note yes why are people in the mall granted i like shopping but i just feel like everything is overpriced and it's not appealing to me like honestly i just rather buy all my clothes on amazon i'm really at that point i've been feeling that for a long time since like 2017 i started buying a lot of my clothes on amazon then and outside of going to savers or goodwill or whatever I don't really go to the mall like that. They don't really have anything that I'm intrigued by. Like, honestly, I could just buy all my clothes on a designer website. And there's all these new websites and fads and stuff. And I like the Lord & Taylor uh, store that's in West Hartford. That's pretty decent. I mean, I like nice clothes. So I'm not really into the mall because that's cheap shit. I like designer clothes and I like nice things. And that's not in the mall. The mall is for a certain type of appeal and it isn't mine so i think i'm done with the mall really granted i do get my hair and nails done in the mall but outside of that in the van store i'm good like i like h&m but mm, some of the quality just stuff is questionable outside of h&m i think forever 21 is not for me anymore and i'm not going back in there because i don't have anything i want Maybe in case I need leggings, I'll go in there once or twice to check. But actually, I'd rather buy my leggings from Lululemon. I, I like the quality of their products better. It lasts more and it's more efficient, especially for the gym or my Peloton. I'd rather do that, honestly, for being honest. That's it. Let's get to the fact that you are a star wherever you are.
thanks for tuning in to this crooked edition of born to be a star we kind of did weird things at weird times and we're ending with the main part of the conversation as the end isn't that odd i just felt like funking it up today we talked about things to watch things to eat how to live your life the fact that it's okay to have a different opinion and dressing to impress because if you're not dressing to impress are you dressing to depress i mean that's a question right i'm asking it anyways that is the end of the pod and i will see you tomorrow on thursday